Okay, so hopefully you've done uh, the crossword puzzle on page three. Uh, it should be for chap the vocabulary for chapters 12 through 14 is what that is. Hopefully you didn't have any problems on it. If you did, you might ask your neighbor um, and, or Google the words. Both are acceptable things to do to get that done. Also look at page one. Make sure you got the top of that done. The book title, uh, of course, is Small Steps, The Year I Got Polio. The author, Peg Carrot, K-E-H-R-E-T. The genre, is it fiction or is it nonfiction? Well, of course, it's nonfiction. And the subgenre would be a memoir or an autobiography, as you would say. And then the question number, I don't know why it calls it question number six there, but it does. One, two, because we skipped question three. What do you, what do you know about this book that supports the type of genre that it is? Well, how do you know that it's a non-fiction and that the genre is a memoir or an autobiography. Well, what are a couple of things? That it's nonfiction. Nonfiction means that it is factual about and a memoir or autobiography is about someone's life. So whose life is this about? Those are a couple of hints that can give you some facts that you know about this book that will support that it is a non-fiction memoir about the life of Peg Schultz slash Peg Carrot. Okay, and now you will flip back over to page two and we will start pay, uh, part one of chapter 11. And chapter 11 is called Dancing the Hula comma, popping a wheelie. Dancing the hula, comma, popping a wheelie. Don't forget to put that at the top. That's the title of chapter 11. And chapter 11 has two parts, a one and a two. Just before Thanksgiving, Miss Ballard announced, tomorrow you are going to stand by yourself. Tomorrow, Really? I knew my physical therapy sessions were helping me. My arms and legs were stronger. My back was stronger. Two, I could now sit up for several hours at a time. Still, I worried all evening. I remembered trying to stand alone at University Hospital. The next morning, Miss Ballard helped me sit with my feet over the side of the bed. She put one arm around my waist and said, slide off, slide off until your feet hit the floor. Then lock your knees. Is, isn't someone going to help us? I asked. What if I fall? I won't let you fall, she said. I didn't, I, I didn't see how she could stop me. If I collapsed, since I was bigger than she was, probably we would both go down. Alice, whose bed was closest to mine, stared at me, but said nothing. I worried 
if she, I wondered if she hoped I would fall, if she hoped that I would fall. It had to be hard for her to watch new patients arrive, get better, and leave, while she always remained behind with her condition unchanged. I voiced, a soft voice from across the room said, Good luck, Dorothy, who might never, Dorothy, who might never stand alone, crossed her fingers for me. My fear vanished. I slid forward and put my feet on the floor. With Miss Ballard's hands firmly on my waist, I locked my knees and stood. Miss Ballard let go. I remained standing. I stood straight and steady with no support for a full minute, beaming at Dorothy the whole time. That's fine, said Miss Ballard. Good show, said Dorothy. From now on, said Miss Ballard, as she helped me sit on the bed, you'll stand for a while each day. Soon you'll be able to get in and out of the wheelchair by yourself. Each day I stood alone a little longer, and my confidence grew like Jack's beanstalk. Another simile. Unfortunately, it grew a bit faster than the strength than my strength did, and soon it got me into trouble. Okay, now that little sit sentence there might be uh, a good example of what we call foreshadowing. Unfortunately, it grew her confidence a bit faster than her strength did, and would soon get her in trouble. That's foreshadowing uh, that soon she's going to get in trouble. One evening, we were all in our beds, talking about trips that we wanted to take. I said that I would like to go to Hawaii and learn to do the hula. What's the hula, said Alice. What's the hula? I explained that it's a traditional Hawaiian dance, where the dancers wear grass skirts and sway their hips in time to the music. Uh, I've never heard of the hula, Alice said. Are you making this up? Now, this is kind of setting the time, okay? They didn't really have a whole lot of TV watching back then, so she didn't wasn't exposed to this. And if she hadn't been to Hawaii or seen this somewhere, she might not know what the hula dance is, okay? This is uh, where... Uh, the text is affecting, or the setting is affecting the, the, how the text plays out. Okay, so anyway, I'll show you, I said, and I flung my blankets back and I swung my legs over the side of the bed and I stood up. I put both hands off to one side and I tried to sway my hips back and forth. Instantly, I crashed to the floor, landing in a heap beside the bed. I was strong enough to stand alone briefly, but I was clearly not ready to dance the hula. When the other girls saw me go down, they panicked. Nurse, screamed Shirley. Peg fell, said Dorothy. Alice punched her call button over and over again, which made the red light come on and the buzzer go off at the nurse's station. Help, help, everyone yelled. Willie 
was close by, and she broke all speed records, dashing to the room, to our room. When she saw me lying on the floor, she knelt beside me. Are you hurt? she asked. Why were you out of bed? I looked up at her. I was doing the hula, I said. The hula? Alice didn't know what the hula is, explained Renee. So Peg was going to show her, said Dor Dorothy added, shaking her head in disbelief. Willie helped me into bed and warned me to stay there. In all my years of nursing, she said, I've never had a polio patient try to dance the hula. Although I wasn't hurt, I was a bit shaken, and I meekly promised not to do the hula again. Good, said Willie. What am I supposed to write in my What would I write in my report? Patient broke a leg doing the hula? She began to laugh, and soon we all had a runaway case of the giggles. All right, we're going to stop there for today. That's the end of Chapter 11, Part 1, Dancing the Hula, comma. Now we'll see in, chapter, in Part 2 where popping a wheelie comes in. So write your sentence for Part 1 of Chapter 11, and then tomorrow come back here and we will start Part 2.